Welcome to another exciting episode of NIDS Knowledge, a weekly show of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies, where we are advancing peace, promoting stability, and helping you to think deterrence. Each week, we inform you about a deterrence topic and its value in preserving peace. We hope you enjoy this show. Welcome back to another NIDS Knowledge. I am your host on this episode, Adam Lowther, and we're going to be talking about why America needs a new intercontinental ballistic missile. Of course, that is also known as the Sentinel. Now, with the recent news that the Sentinel Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Program is expected to experience a Nunn-McCurdy breach, which means the program may exceed its planned cost by at least 15%, many in the arms control community are calling for termination of the Sentinel program and the possible elimination of the land-based leg of the nuclear triad. Now, such a decision would be a mistake. Let me explain. With the Minuteman 3 ICBM fleet now 50 years old and 35 years beyond its planned service life, there is no option but to build a new ICBM. Although Northrop Grumman, the prime contractor on the Sentinel program, made a good faith effort to estimate the cost of building a new missile and retrofitting Minuteman 3 launch control centers and launch facilities with the new hardware required for the new missile, no company has engaged in this kind of activity in five decades. Thus, in many respects, any estimate of costs can be no more than a ballpark estimate at best. Think about it. Have you ever tried to do a home improvement project for the very first time and it went exactly as you planned? Without a hitch? Of course not. What about those HGTV shows where the contractor always finds something hidden behind the drywall that sends the remodel costs way up? Doing something once every 50 years with a workforce that has zero experience with such a project is a recipe for cost overruns. But this is the choice the nation made and must now live with. It's hypocritical of arms control advocates to charge that Sentinel cost overruns mean the program should be canceled. If they applied the same logic to all government programs, we would also have to kill Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and student loans. In fact, we would kill just about every federal program ever funded. Almost all estimates of big government programs are wrong. Instead, we must deal with the reality that leaves the United States little choice but to move forward because the strategic environment is rapidly deteriorating and no amount of optimism and idealism will change that fact. The facts are simple. Russia already has a superior arsenal to the United States and maintains a capacity to produce about a thousand new nuclear weapons every year. And with Russia no longer bound by the New START treaty, Vladimir Putin can double or triple the size of his nuclear arsenal before the end of the decade. He already maintains at least a 10 to 1 advantage in theater nuclear weapons. China's nuclear breakout 
also caught the United States on its heels. China's DF-41 ICBM, for example, carries multiple reentry vehicles and is expected to fill the 300 new ICBM silos discovered in 2021. DF-41's filling those new silos could alone exceed the size of the entire American nuclear arsenal. That says nothing of the new submarine-launched ballistic missiles, hypersonic weapons, and tactical nuclear weapons China is deploying. To deter such capabilities, America requires a secure and reliable nuclear deterrent, which must include the Sentinel. Now, why do we still need ICBMs? Well, that's a simple answer. The fact that the basics of the ICBM mission have not changed, not changed much, since they were first fielded, may explain why some believe they're outdated. But before we commit to killing Sentinel and retiring the Minuteman, it is important to consider some of their benefits. First, ICBMs provide an excellent deterrent to nuclear attack on the homeland. The 400-plus Minuteman III silos spread across the American West are invulnerable to all but a massive nuclear attack. Thus, their existence sets a high threshold for attacking the United States, either conventionally or with nuclear weapons. Without ICBMs, our strategic nuclear targets shrink from 503 down to 6 which those six could all be destroyed with conventional strikes. Only ICBMs require a nuclear strike. Second, ICBMs cost less than the other legs of the nuclear triad, even with the cost overruns we're talking about. While Sentinel will cost an estimated $130 to $150 billion over the next two to three decades, it is likely to prove operationally cost-effective over the long term. Remember, ICBMs are used every single day to deter the Russians and the Chinese. Our adversaries understand the power of an ICBM, which is why their nuclear forces are primarily composed of ICBMs. Third, building the Sentinel provides the U.S. an opportunity to consider deploying ICBMs in new and creative ways. With the United States government depending on the private sector for its space launch capability, the Sentinel also has some non-traditional missions that a common launch vehicle might provide. These include the ability to deploy time-critical space assets like sensors, navigation, or communication satellites in response to a contingency. Second, closer to traditional missions are ballistic missile defense, anti-satellite kill vehicles, and conventional prompt global strike. Now, the benefit of such system would be the ability to replace the top of a missile with a different payload to carry out a different mission. At the same time, nuclear deterrence can be preserved by those Sentinel ICBMs that are still in their holes on alert. Nuclear deterrence, as we've got to remember, works by creating the fear of a massive retaliatory response. It achieves a psychological effect in the mind of an adversary. Non-traditional missions for Sentinel can support deterrence 
by taking away an adversary's belief in his potential success. Now, a prompt global strike capability would also fill a niche role if needed, allowing the U.S. to strike targets quickly without escalating to nuclear use. Now, remember, prompt global strike is an idea that's been around for about a decade and a half, and it is essentially a conventional ICBM. Now, only Sentinel makes that possible. Now, given its cost, only a small number of such weapons would be feasible. And all while complicating an adversary strategy. Remember, the Russians and the Chinese hate prompt global strike because they fear it. These are just some additional uses for Sentinel. But they do not change the fundamental reason for building a new ICBM. Minuteman 3 is 50 years old and well past its service life. Yes, there are cost overruns, but can we really expect any less when we only build something once every half century? In short, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping would love for the United States to cancel the Sentinel program. We should not give them what they want. Thank you for listening to NIDS Knowledge. This show is produced under the NIDS Podcasting Network, a division of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies. NIDS is a 501c3 organization dependent upon donations to provide this podcast and bring about awareness of the peacekeeping value of U.S. strength and our national deterrence. You can catch all of our podcasts or provide feedback at thinkdeterrence.com. I would like to thank our producer, Kimberly Charrington, our sponsors, and all the fantastic members of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies for making this podcast possible. Stay tuned next week for another exciting and informative NIDS knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies.